It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bud's Gun Shop and Range, with two locations serving Kentucky, and BudsGunShop.com, the nation's largest online retailer of firearms. Whether your interests are hunting, target shooting, collecting, or personal defense, BudsGunShop.com has the firearm you need at the price you want to pay. With several convenient payment options and a 90-day layaway plan, pulling the trigger on your next firearm purchase has never been easier. Visit us online at www.BudsGunShop.com. The following is a paid program. Hey, Big Blue Nation, it's time for Morning Tip-Off on Talk Radio 1080. Now, here's U.K. basketball legend Kyle Macy and Michael Bennett. Good morning, Big Blue Nation. This is the Thursday edition of Morning Tip-Off being brought to you by the plumbers, pipe fitters, welders, and HVAC technicians of Local 502. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Shannon. Hey, good morning, Michael. If you're out there driving, it is drive time. Uh, make sure you take a little bit uh, slower pace if than you would. They caught a lot of traffic out in Louisville this morning. So how you feeling, Michael? How you, how are you? I talked to you last night, and I thought I'd got the wrong number. You sounded so bad. <laughs> it's day three. Uh, I tell you what. The New Orleans crud. Oh, it's something. I don't... You're doing that. You're all sick. Then Matt comes in here all sick, and I'm like, how am I going to get out of this building without being sick myself? You know, I'm leaving yesterday, and he's in the the booth with you yesterday, and I, I go to shake his hand, and he goes, you're shaking my hand, and you're sick, and only to find out right now he's sick, too? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why was he giving me such a hard time, and he's sick? I, don't... I shouldn't be shaking his hand. It's true. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It is true. But... Yeah. Kyle, I'm doing. I think I'm doing better. I did go to the doctor yesterday, which is good news, and I got uh, some needed prescriptions filled. Went to bed about seven thirty when I called you. You were already in bed. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> Let me tell you, because my head was. I mean, it was throbbing. Oh. It's better today, but I mean, it was throbbing. My throat is better. My cough Hello. is better. Oh, come on, give Hello. me a break. <laughs> yeah, take, take your hat off. <laughs> That you, Michael? Yeah. Oh, hush. I was not like that. Come on. <laughs> I did the best I could. And I, I was trying did you to... try the uh, the whiskey and the lemon and the, the uh, honey? No, I didn't. Tried to tell you. Tried I, to help you out. I'd like trying that. to help you out. There's a guy listening. Trying to help you out. I'm not going to go make it for you. I mean, I'll tell you what to do. Not... I'd like a honey. Can you bring me a honey? Hey, 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 hey. Let's not go that direction. Okay. That was just a joke. No, it's not that bad. Come on. It could go far far worse. But uh, well, we have so much to talk about today. Of course, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Charlie Mack on. I'm looking forward to talking to Charlie Mack Alexander, who is the former play-by-play announcer for Vanderbilt, South Carolina. And, of course, he was a color announcer for our own University of Kentucky. So it'll be nice to talk to him. He's got his band playing tomorrow night. Down in Nashville, which I'm going to. Yeah, I got to skip that. I feel bad because I really wanted to go, but uh, the schedule changed for Transylvania basketball, and that's my first commitment. It's not about my entertainment; it's more about the Transylvania basketball team. So, 
<laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so we, they I'm moved sure the off day on miss me. You. I'm sure they well, I mean, that, miss that's you true when... too. They, they they wouldn't even know I wasn't there. But <laughs> yeah, I feel better about myself if I, I you know made this commitment and I, I, every time I can go, I, I want to go because right. hopefully later on in the season I'll have to miss some because I'm doing some broadcasting. But for now, I just got to miss this. And the said... other thing that bothers me why why if this is a band and they're playing music which is very entertaining and it's a friday night people like to go out and be entertained on friday night what is this like a generic or a, a, a an older crowd it's where it's like six <laughs> to eight p.m. Do you mean? geriatric yeah, yeah. that's what i was getting at but it's only <laughs> six to eight p.m i mean a lot of people kids nowadays don't even get going till like it's- 10 30 11 Senior discount. Yeah, that's eight, eight o'clock is bedtime, right? <laughs> wow. It was for so, me last night. So I don't feel too bad missing the show because I don't like to think of myself as being that old where I'm in bed at 730. Hello. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did not sound like that. Come on. Do, uh, come, uh, give me a little credit. Elmer Fudd. I do, I do sound a little better Elmer today, Fudd. don't I? I do sound a little better. Maybe it's just a little bit, yeah. God, you sound a lot a better this morning than you did last night. I'll say oh, that. I didn't know if you were going to make the show. Yeah, I didn't either. I'll tell you right now, I had no idea how I was going to get up this morning, but I slept really well, and now I'm up. Yeah, all that stuff in your system knocked oh, yeah. you out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put this coating cough syrup, and I knew I was going to be out in a matter of seconds, but there wasn't much to watch on TV last night anyway. So, CMA Awards were on. Snore. Really? Yeah. I'm just not into, I, I don't, it doesn't matter what award show it is. I don't care about watching them. It could be rock and roll award I, show. I do. Or, I kind of enjoy it because, yeah. yeah, just to see the crazy outfits and how stupid the people act. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, the country music is, it's a new country music. Let's put it that way. If you watch the show, you don't get a lot of the old style twangy and blah, blah, blah. It, it's, it's. Bro it's country. I, I, I'll agree with you. Now, what? It's bro, bro country. What is bro country? You know, like Florida Georgia Line. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like, now, I like them. Like, you know, hat on backwards and. Yeah. Right. Bro country, bro. <laughs> bro. Okay. Bro country. Yeah. I got you now. I just, <laughs> yeah. I never heard of a, t- a term called bro country, but yeah, I like Florida Georgia Line. I like, uh, I like that guy named Jake Owens. He has a couple of really good songs and I'm trying to think who else I really like, but I'm drawing a blank right now. But they even had like Pink was on the show, which to me she's not. I mean, I know she had a song with Kenny Chesney, but I, to me she didn't seem like she fits that genre. Or but she she sang a song on the show, so which she's good. But okay, I don't know. All right, well, let's get into some of the fun topics. Of course, it, the, the hits just keep on playing. It's it's hard to believe. <laughs> we I see what still... you did there, Michael. I see what, what you did. What, what Tied what did it I in do? there. Oh, the absolutely. hits just keep on playing. Oh my gosh! Well, how can you not be excited about this? Because he was such in denial and took a lie detector test. Of course, I'm talking about Rick Pitino. Wow, you're going to go straight there oh, first absolutely. thing in the morning. Okay. Abso- right. Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? And it's almost <laughs> like the Courier-Journal doesn't really want to talk about it. Uh, the news outlets here in town really don't want to talk about it, but they're kind of forced to, only to find out that it is true Rick Pitino knew about everything. 502-571-1080-877-904-1080 if you'd like to join us on the line next phone line. Are you surprised, Kyle? Um, well, the reports I read, one was, you know, new information is out that Rick Pitino knew about the things, but then another one I said, it's, it's they said it's not really new information, it's just 
kind of interpreting maybe what was already out there, and that he actually uh, was aware and agreed to talk to uh, Jim Gatto, the uh, executive from Adidas, about getting payments to Brian Bowen's parents. Um, so we'll see. <coughs> well, it is somewhat new because he emphatically denied that he knew nothing about it. That's right. th- that part is definitely new. So sorry about that. I keep hitting my glasses on the uh, microphone, but he 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 knew exactly what was going on, and of course, in his mind, he believes what he says. Which right. to, which to, which I hate to say it, but uh, which is a true definition of a pathological liar. So first, you call the program the most corrupt in the. Well, and now you're calling the yes. guys. <laughs> and have have my predictions been correct? Have you ever been sued? Have I ever been sued? No. Yeah. Okay. I, I've been I've been involved in a lawsuit. Yes. Have you? Okay. Uh, yeah. Due to my uh, my job when I was living in Nashville, Tennessee, and singing country music, but from it six was eight p.m. Yes, exactly. It wasn't it wasn't <laughs> anything I did. It was just it was due to a surgery I was involved in as that's a sales right. rep. So, but anyway, that's why are you asking something like that? I was just wondering. You're pretty bold with some of these statements, but they're coming true. They okay. are. They are coming true. Are okay. they not? So far, I think they have. Okay. Well, well I don't know. It's pretty a broad based statement. The a couple of statements you've made about the okay. program and Rick Pitino. All right, let's go into. You kind of. I, I kind of like to wait and you know let the court decide because aren't the old in the old days you were innocent until proven guilty. Yes. Now, granted, there's a lot of information out there which would make you believe that that's going to be the verdict that's finally decided upon. Right. But but until then, I don't know if I'm ready to agree with you on some of those broad-based statements you've made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I, I don't know if you, there was anything I, I would say that Basically, was, I'm trying to stay out of this lawsuit. <laughs> exactly. You are so much no fun. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Well. We're going to take a quick break. We got a phone call when we come back. We got Mike on the line. So, uh, but this is morning tip off on Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. Good morning, Big Blue Nation. This is morning tip off. I'm Michael Bennett along with Kyle Mason and Shannon the Dude. Now, I hate to tell you, I have no idea who that is. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Okay. All right. (laughs) He sounds pretty good. Do, Do you know who he is, Kyle? I do. Even before I, uh, Shannon said Luke Bryan, did you know that was Luke Bryan? I did. Okay. Well, he watched the CMAs. Okay. Did you watch the CMAs? Of course not. <laughs> no. All right. Mike, you're up. How you doing this morning? Hey, wanted, to, wanted to comment on uh, this uh, Rick Patino deal. You know, the difference between what you were hearing earlier when the news came out, you know, several months ago, was you know yesterday came down in an indictment, a federal indictment. So, you know they've got. You know I've been on a grand jury before, and you know in order to get an indictment, you know there's information's got to be presented to a court, you know, and you know and pretty, pretty good information. It's not just you know hearsay evidence or anything like that. It's it's real stuff. And, they've uh, got to feel like they've got a pretty good case, if is what you're saying, to bring the indictment oh yeah, down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the, you know, they're, what they're going to do is they, they bring the indictment is so they have enough evidence to bring it to court. That's what the federal indictment says. Now, what they'll have to prove in court is beyond a reasonable doubt that he is guilty as he can be. 
You know, so that's the difference between the two. One's just got enough evidence to bring it to court. The other one is, you know, he's guilty once they prove it. You know, and that, and when they go to court is when they'll actually bring out all the recordings and all that stuff. And I would venture to say that, you know, that one, the further, further down this road it goes, the more they'll strike a deal and just bury this thing and be done with it. Now, do you think Postal and David Grissom were right, Mike? as far as dismissing Patino and Tom Jerk. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, you know, when you when you have something like this come up, you know, they might have did it a little premature, but yeah, you know, now it's coming out it was pretty ugly, so I'd like to know if they knew a little more than they were letting any of us know. That's where I think they did. Uh, exactly. I they did. And so therefore, I don't I think, think it was they, premature. And that's where I'm yeah, probably going to just... It was premature in our eyes because exactly. we didn't have all the information. Exactly. You know, but in their eyes, they, you know, the FBI probably called them and said, hey, guys, we got this guy. And uh, then they said, well, we got to let him go. That's probably what happened. All right, then. You got anything else, Mike? Mike, do you think uh, it's a little unusual, though, the FBI got involved in this situation as opposed to your legislation and, and regulating organization, the NCAA? Or is it just the fact that NCAA hadn't done anything for so long that the FBI – I mean, it's been, what, a three-year investigation? Yeah, I would what they think said? that the, F, yeah, the FBI you know, got involved with it uh, because they uh, – I think they actually wanted to catch somebody. Uh, you're right, the NCAA had never done anything about it, but uh, I think the FBI, you know, knew some uh, ugliness was going on, and they just wanted to get in. And then once they got in, they found out how widespread it was and said, this is a major problem. Yeah, That's what I think. Well, have a good day. Good Thanks talking to you, Mike. Appreciate it, Mike. Well, I don't know where this is going to go. Do you think they will indict Rick Patino with this when it all comes said and done? They did. That's what happened yesterday. They indicted eight people. Well, I don't know. He he, he was mentioned. I don't know in the indictment. He, he wasn't indicted. He wasn't was indicted. indicted. Yeah. No, but no, he was no. mentioned in the evidence. Correct. So so it, it kind of depends. Like because you know some of these guys that have been indicted will probably turn over and start. Oh yeah, everything they. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this is how it's all fallen too. It's just been a domino effect. Yeah. And if it weren't for the indictment of the uh, financial advisor. We would have never known anything about this. So that's how it all started. And it just, you're right. Nobody wants to go to jail and they'll give up any information they can. I think there's more to learn. And people are going to say Postal now did the right thing and David Grissom and they'll start turning back. It's like, okay, you were right from the beginning. So it'll be interesting what what else happens. This story is going to go on for a long time. I agree with that. And it's a going, long time. Oh yeah, and it's going to hurt U of L, and unfortunately, it should. And it's going to hurt college basketball. Yes, I I think it should. No, it's already hurting college basketball, yeah. and it will. Now Bowen is still enrolled. That was one of the leadoff uh, articles in the Courier Journal, at least on the internet, that he's enrolled for spring semester. Well, who yeah, because now's the time students enroll for the following semester. Yeah, but who cares? I don't see how he can play. And with you go back to Cam Newton, and supposedly Cam didn't knew, which is hard to believe. Now you go back and you look at Bowen and his family. Supposedly it was just his father that knew this and mother. 
<coughs> excuse me. I I really believe that if it's if there's any family member that is aware of this or is negotiating something like this, the athlete should be disqualified no matter what. I think if it's the family is involved, they're out. Would you agree with that? Yeah, for the most part, yes. Unless well, you have a well, unless you have like a rogue brother that's going off on his own and trying to, you know, that that no, even the parents don't know. But if the parents are involved, who who should be in charge of this kid? Because he's probably not over eighteen years old, being a freshman. Uh, they're still kind of in charge of, of of you know monitoring what he's doing as parents. Then yes, I think it should affect the whole family. Okay, then here here let's talk about it. It, it should be immediate family, so father mother. Or guardian, because you could have an yes. older brother or sister right, that is right. a guardian, and that should eliminate them altogether. That is what's going to stop this, because if you keep going off saying that, well, the player, the athlete didn't know about it, uh, and this was the father or mother initiating all this, it doesn't matter to me. They should be eliminated from college athletics. Or there should be some kind of punishment handed down, yes. Well, what would you do? What kind of a punishment would you hand down? I don't know what you do. I mean, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting, and it, too, unfortunately, it is going to be drawn out over a couple of years or more before we get the end result. But um, and of course, what we keep hearing from the diehard U of L fans, well, Kentucky's going to be involved in too. Yeah, I, that's where I say that's enough. Worry about your own school before you start <laughs> worrying about other schools. Well, but isn't that isn't that the way it is with that rivalry, the Kentucky and Louisville? I mean, one. One team does something and the other people respond, and one team does something. The other, yeah, I think it goes back and forth both ways, and that's, and that's one thing that makes the rivalry maybe so great. Okay, right. because they are concerned about what the other school's doing. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty eight seven seven nine zero four ten eighty. If you'd like to join us on the Line X phone line, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Charlie Mack on with us. Talk a little bit about his band and the uh, game coming up this weekend. <coughs> now. We're getting ready to start. Hold on. Take a break. I know, Take a break. Good gosh. Hey, right, number 7th Kentucky volleyball team took down Alabama 3-1 to inside Foster Auditorium on the campus of Alabama Wednesday night. Uh, on Sunday, they'll face Auburn back down there in uh, Opelika at uh, 2.30 Eastern time. Um, in my the nice way to say they lost column, Kentucky outshot Marshall by a 20-16 to 16 margin and put eight of those attempts on frame compared to Marshall's six, but the Thundering Herd found the back of the net once, and the Wildcats were unable to <laughs> at least match that key factor. Despite an abundance of chances on Wednesday, the Wildcats are now out of the Conference USA tournament, which means Marshall beat Kentucky 1-0 to zero in men's soccer. Uh, Ding Adele scored 21 points against the Bellarmine Knights on uh, to continue a 35-game winning streak in exhibition play. The Cardinals shot 45% from the field in their second and final exhibition game that was on Tuesday evening. They edged out Bellarmine uh, 72-57. The Cardinals also knocked off Kentucky Wesleyan in their first exhibition game 101-64. to So even though the games don't count on the record, David Padgett is 2-0 and as a head coach. After the week off, the Cardinal football team is uh, regrouped, and they're going to take on Virginia, getting ready for those final three games. That I think it's an afternoon kickoff Saturday afternoon. Uh, Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones is threatened to sue the NFL over a proposed contract extension for Commissioner Roger Goodell. Uh, dispute apparently sparked by running back Ezekiel Elliott's six-game suspension over alleged domestic violence. 
And NBA Alonzo Balls is in a shooting slump, but he said, it's just in my head. I beg to differ with that. It's in his form. <laughs> Whew, shooting from the wrong side of your head usually doesn't work out real well. So, anyways, and still no new news on his brother over in China who'd been arrested for shoplifting with two other UCLA players and three players from Georgia Tech. Well, now, wait, wait a minute. That, clarify that a little bit because they weren't arrested, the Georgia Tech players. They were just they, interviewed and they were released, weren't they? I'm not sure about that. No, I think they were well, released. I'll hear about the UCLA guys. But yeah. there were three Georgia Tech players also at yeah. the Louis Vuitton yeah. store. Hey, let's talk about Jaron Williams, the quarterback that... Wait, I got one more story. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And then this is, it hits close to home, so I want you to pay close attention. Yes, sir. A radio host who teamed up for years with former NFL quarterback Boomer Esiason, does this sound familiar, on a New York City sports <laughs> show, said Wednesday that he was shocked by his arrest and will prove his innocence. Craig Carton, 48, pleaded not guilty to fraud charges and told reporters he entered the plea because he was unequivocally not guilty. The longtime co-host of WFAN's Boomer and Carton show was arrested on charges that he misappropriated at least $5.6 million for two investors on a ticket reselling business designed to raise millions of dollars so he could pay off gambling debts. He's free on $500,000 bond, and he quit his job shortly after the arrest. Just, I'm just saying, Michael, pay attention. Okay, I'm paying attention. <laughs> Whatever I need to do, I will not get in that kind of trouble, Mr. Macy, I promise. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. I do want to talk about some recruiting news about uh, Jaron Williams and his continued visits to other schools, even though he's verbally committed to Kentucky. And uh, also, some we got some basketball games coming up. We got two this weekend, Kyle. We do. Busy weekend. You've got uh, Utah Valley State Friday night. You've got football Saturday afternoon. And you got Vermont basketball back in Rupp Arena on Sunday, 3.30. So another another oversaturated sports weekend for the Kentucky fans. Not a problem with me, and I'm sure it's not a problem with 99.9% of the fans out there. Okay, let's take a break. This is Morning <laughs> Tip-Off on Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. Good morning, Michael Bennett, along with Kyle Macy, Shannon the Dude. We've got Charlie Mack coming up in just a couple of minutes. And it seems like he's on hold with us. Let's go ahead and bring him on. Good morning, Charlie Mack. You, you uh, chicken, what? Michael. No, you no, big chicken. I said, no, that is not true. I am not <laughs> you were going to do your live read before, no, but with Charlie Mack, you chickened out. I no, can't believe you chickened is, out. That is not. I was going to bring him on and do it. Oh, okay, well, let's me? do that then. Charlie Mack, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. It's, hey, Charlie, how's it going? Good. Charlie, I, I want to apologize first before Michael gets into his live read, but <laughs> my plans have changed. I'm not going to be able to make your show tonight or you tomorrow dog. night. I know. Do you play Saturday night? No. Okay. Why are you playing from 6 to 8? People don't even get out till like 7, 30, 8, 30. Well... I like to be asleep by nine thirty. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. See, see, you're a musician it. now. That's you got it. you know, you gotta live the life. Well, be up all night, sleep all day. Yeah. To an extent. <laughs> How many hotel rooms have you destroyed since you've been doing this gig? Oh, I never stay in a hotel. <laughs> well, do you go home and destroy your own we bedroom? Sleep in a van under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris Farley. <laughs> 
Well, okay, well, we got to take a second here, Charlie, before we go. Michael's got to do something. Charlie, he, this... he wanted to have you on the air to see you, so yeah. you can rate and see how he did on this yeah. read. Well, it might be oh, a good. product. It might be a product he's interested in. I know Shannon's interested in this product. <laughs> millions of men, millions of men age 45 and older struggle with the fact that we don't feel like we used to. Maybe you have lost yeah. some passion towards your loved one. <laughs> have you no. packed? Have you packed on a few pounds? This may be because of your testosterone being converted to estrogen. Are you Probably. T- are you tired? <laughs> are you tired of the urge to run to the restroom and dis- disappointed with your inability to urinate? If any of this applies to you, I don't have any problems doing that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no music being played. If any of this applies to you, Medica Pharmacy in Bardstown, Kentucky, can help. Medica can test your hormones and get to the root of your problem. You will have one on. You will have one-on-one guidance with Allison Roby, co-owner. Uh, the far and the. I've done that before. Oh my gosh! Okay, you yeah. will have you will have one-on-one. Hold on now, I'm losing my place because you're making me laugh. <laughs> you will have one-on-one guidance with Allison Roby, co-owner and the pharmacist in charge. Not only is well, I don't I, want a one-on-one relationship with anybody. <laughs> Not only will Allison highly, uh, who, who's highly qualified. Um, Allison. Yes. Did you, did you say Allison? Yes. Not only is Allison highly qualified, many well, doctors different. many doctors actually <laughs> recommend their patients to her. Hate sitting in waiting rooms for 30 minutes only to be seen for five? At Medica, we value your time. Therefore, when we schedule an appointment, we keep it, and it doesn't end until everything is covered. Located in Bardstown, Kentucky, Medica Pharmacy is equipped to handle your care face-to-face or electronically. If you want to change the way you feel, give Medica a call at 502-348-6623. That's 502-348-6623. And let them truly make a difference in your well-being. There we go. I got through it. I got through it, well, Charlie Mack. How'd I do? I, I think you did pretty well. <laughs> that doesn't sound confident. <laughs> Go ahead, Shannon. No, I know you no. got something to say. No, no, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. It was just a one-minute read. Was it a one-minute or 30-second that turned into like two and three like minutes? Three what? minutes. Three yeah. Minutes. <laughs> I'm sure the advertisers like that, though. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we talk about it constantly. Yeah. So, Charlie, I'll be sure glad to get you some samples. People. Yeah. I'm sure they're great people. Yeah. Oh, they, in, all, in all honesty, yes, they are great people. And yeah. uh, well, Have you been? I have been. I haven't gotten any prescription because I don't need that right now. Well, well, that's good. Macy, what about you? <laughs> no, sir, I have not been. <laughs> Are you sure about that, Kyle? I am 100% positive. Okay, well, good. He, look, he's felt, uh, great tennis player, uh, always active. Where is he going with never this? Never drank or smoked or chewed tobacco. Yes. Right? Correct. Well, can, Correct. Is that right? It is. Can it I is. get an Amen. 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 Hey, Charlie. Amen. So, Amen. Douglas, okay, Douglas Corner tonight, 6 to 8 p.m. Not tonight. Not tonight. Tomorrow night. I know. Tomorrow I keep thinking it's Friday. Early. I keep thinking it's Friday. Yeah, we want to get a good seat. We're coming tonight. Uh, <laughs> you get a but any seat. Kentucky fans coming down to Nashville for the football weekend, um, need to check it out, right? How, how many people will this place hold? It holds like 110, 115 if you pack it. Okay, so they got to uh, get there early. Avenue South. Okay. It's right across from Zany's Comedy Club. So I really hope a lot of Kentucky people will be there because I'd see, like to see a lot of folks just selfishly, you know? 
Sure. And I'm just thrilled that Michael and his wife are coming. Some other folks are coming and, uh, we'll try to kick it for everybody and everybody have a good time. Leave with a smile on their face. Well, I know, I know my buddies and I are coming, but I'm looking forward to it. I will be there. If we could get as many UK fans there, that would be a lot of fun. Come That'd up be and see wonderful. I'd love it. And if no one recognized me, that's okay. I don't recognize myself when I wake up and in the morning. And Michael, Michael, you're going to be surprised because if it's anything like the performance you put on the children's charity years ago, they're really good. So I think you're going to oh, enjoy this. I appreciate this. it. I did that with Exile, though. They're pretty damn good. Well, oh, that's wow. true, too. But I'm sure the Madras men are good, aren't they? Yeah, we changed the name to the Charlie Mack Band. Oh, you did? Uh, I love the Madras men. Well, yeah, because, um, you know, that's more of a summer wardrobe with Madras. Oh, okay. And then uh, a lot of people don't know what Madras is, other than Kentucky, where you have the Derby and you've got Keeneland and people. Uh, no, so we're... Um, you guys we are fashionistics. Our, you don't wear the white pants after Labor Day or any of that stuff, huh? You know, that doesn't matter anymore, but I don't do that. <laughs> well, let's talk a little football right now because we've got the game let's going on it. this weekend. For those of us. big game. Yeah, well, it's, it is for Kentucky, and unfortunately we lost yeah. one this past weekend that we shouldn't have lost. That's two games this year that we have lost. We should right. not have lost. We should be, at yep. the very least, 8-1. and one. And what kind of a Vanderbilt team are we going to be expecting this weekend? Because it seems like, and I've heard this from listeners, I've heard it from people tweeting me at, at morning tip-off, uh, letting me know that, hey, this is this is never an easy game for Kentucky, which I don't understand why, and I agree, it's never an easy game. What do we? I agree. What, what should and we I'm expect this weekend? Back. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Kentucky has more talent. Uh, Vanderbilt's defense plays very hard. Uh, they've been giving up some big plays. Offensively, Ralph Webb is a real good running back, and they keep trying to run him, and there's usually no place to go because the offensive line is not that good. Uh, the quarterback is good. He's a good thrower. He moves around. He's a tough kid. But I think because of their lack of a running game and the offensive line is average, uh, that you have to be aware of the defense making plays. Because they fly all over the place, but you can beat that defense. Well, that I'll was what crowd. Kentucky's got to really play. I'll tell you, since it's here, uh, I think Kentucky was so much on the line that uh, if you can't play in a game like this and try to cut down on mistakes and just turn it loose and let it go, um, I think they will. I think Kentucky will. What? How big a crowd do you is Vandy been uh, getting at their home games? So so, so so. And what's the yeah, stadium hold? Like, you know, just like it was for a long time. Now, I was lucky when I was there in the eighties; they were pretty good, right? And they packed it. But that gosh, that's been a long time ago. Not an intimidating place to play. Yeah, um, because you're kind of separated from the the game itself by being up above and no real access to the field, like most stadiums, right? Yeah. Well, it's. Um, I mean, the students will come. Late, come for half if things are going well, they'll stay. If not, they'll leave. And, and the crowds who come, sadly, it's going to be more big blue than it will be black and gold. But I do think it'll be a game that Vanderbilt thinks it can win. Now, if, if Kentucky makes a bunch of mistakes and leaves the door open, Vanderbilt can. 
Well, it'll be interesting uh, to see what happens because Las Vegas has picked Vanderbilt to win, and that's got to be a bit of a boost for uh, the Commodores. And I'm hoping it's going to be a motivator for the U.K. team to get down there and say, listen, it's time that we start winning, and we got to have something that charges us again. Because that was one of the things that I really believe South when we went down to play South Carolina and Columbus, um, South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, that motivated us because nobody picked us and gave us hardly any chance to win. Now that Las Vegas, yep. believe it or not, has picked the, the Commodores, I really think that's going to be a booster for them. Well, it should be, uh, but I, I just, I think if Kentucky comes here, you know, with a hair on fire and using their head, playing smart football, they can win. But if you open the door for Vanderbilt, they can be opportunistic. You just have to shut the door early on them. Well, I know that. But the- I think it'll be a, I, you know, I think it'll be a, a head knocker. I, d- I do believe that. Um, and, and, you know, people say, well, Vanderbilt's still got a chance to be bowl eligible. And, you know, they do. Not much of a bowl, but, I mean, <laughs> they could be. Yeah. Well, they could be Tennessee. Yes, they could. And Tennessee's so far down. I would have thought Butch Jones would have been gone by now, but he's not. He's still there hanging out. But one of the things that has impressed me and really made me really happy the last couple of games is that the coaching staff at UK has motivated the offensive line to really start doing their job. And it showed because now you've got Benny Snell, who's really come to play 191 yards, 171 yards in the last two games. So if Benny comes and he does a great job, if, if we get our receivers back into it and our tight end CJ Conrad back into the ball game, I really think it's going to be a game that's going to be in favor of the Wildcats. Are they healthy? Yes. Well, that's a big no, deal. Not completely. This, this point in the season. Yeah. Where are we not healthy? Your favorite player has been out all year. Well, that's all year. Come on. We're, <laughs> as far yeah. as who's been playing the entire year, we're back to being somewhat healthy. So uh, I'm happy about that. Of course, you got to worry about Steven Johnson and his shoulder. Thank goodness it's not his throwing shoulder. But mm-hmm. you're, you're, it's going to be him on the deathbed before you're going to get Steven Johnson out of the ball game. That's the part of well, Steven Johnson I always love. the kind of game that those kind of players, you know, will put it on the line. Yes. I mean, if you got a guy like that, he can motivate a lot of other people, too. But the thing you got to watch is that, that Vanderbilt defense, if they fly around like crazy, uh, sometimes you catch them in wrong sets. But them trying to run the ball with the web uh, a lot shouldn't happen. Yeah. Because Are you going to the game, Charlie? No, I won't. I won't go to the game. I'll probably still be in bed on Saturday when they play. <laughs> yeah, because you've had your gig on Friday night till eight o'clock. That's right. <laughs> Got to go destroy a hotel room. Oh my gosh! Well, Charlie Mack, it's always great having you on here. We cannot thank you enough. Let's go through it one more time. You are playing tomorrow night at six to eight o'clock off Central Times off Eighth Avenue at. Oh, okay. So there it's seven to nine, our local time yeah. here in yeah. Kentucky yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or Eastern Kentucky. Okay. Well, yeah, you, I did it. You always tell the time where you are. I know, so I know. I'm just saying though. Okay. So it's not as early as we think because you know us living in the Eastern right. time, it's actually seven to nine. So okay, that's right. All right. Yeah. See. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to be right there. I'm looking forward to it. 
I, I want to encourage every UK fan that's coming down there. Let's go have some fun and, and watch our former color announcer, our fantastic number one color announcer, who I dearly miss, listening to uh, him do our games. Well, I miss Charlie Macy. Mack. Hey, I miss Macy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. Uh, you, you won't be going to the game, so I won't see you at the game. But yeah, I just I can't get down there by nine o'clock Eastern time. <laughs> nine o'clock. So I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. Well, you're Take going a helicopter. Hey, you made all that money. Again, <laughs> Take a helicopter. A nice. All right, Charlie Get a Mack. Chopper, Kyle. Great talking to you this morning. We got to go to break. Thank you so much, and hopefully, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. As long as I get down okay, there safely. I, I love y'all. Really do. Well, we feel okay, the same Charlie. way about you. Good talking to you. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back for the last segment. This is morning tip off. This is morning tip-off. Michael Ben along with Kyle Macy, Shannon the Dude. Kyle, let's talk a little bit about basketball since it the real stuff happens tomorrow night. And we got two games this weekend, uh, one tomorrow night and, of course, 3.30 on Sunday. What about the rankings? It's hard to really, when you've only seen a few exhibition games, and the exhibition games to me are just, I guess they're not a waste of time for the teams themselves, but as a, as a fan... I've never enjoyed them. Do you like watching the exhibition games? Do you get anything out of it? No, I think it's it's uh, the team gets some things out of it. They get to put their uniforms on and go out and play in front of a big crowd and kind of get used to playing in Rupp Arena, the home court. But, um, you know, you, you, the nice thing is from a player's perspective is you've been practicing against the same guys day in and day out. So you finally get to play against some guys that you haven't played against before or don't know exactly everything you're going to do on offense or defense. So they can't really cheat the plays a lot of the time because uh, most of the schools don't have scouting reports since they've not seen this team play before. So it, it it's a little different look, but um, I, I don't know how much you get as far as preparation for the Kansas or UCLA games or those type of games. Um, and if you look at the Kentucky schedule, it will kind of gradually work their way into those games. You know, this Utah Valley State game, I I have not seen, but I would imagine I've not seen them in any preseason polls either, so they're not going to be, you know, really, really good. Yeah, the game's um, going to be at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. It's being played on the SEC Network. And, yeah, of course, so you got, you've got – Go ahead. And then you've got Vermont on Sunday, which has had a pretty good history, pretty good run here the past decade maybe, but still not – Overly, overly talented to where if you play and playing at home, that you should win that game. But I think that's that's the 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 what they want to do because with the young team every year, year in year out, you want to kind of gradually progress your team to get ready for those bigger, tougher games, and even through the entire season where you're playing your best basketball around tournament time. So the old saying, you know, championships aren't won in November; it's March and April. So. Well, is that enough preparation? For the Wildcats, as young as this team is, and of course, Coach Cal keeps telling everybody that this is the youngest team that he's ever had. So you got Utah Valley, Vermont, and then you go up to Chicago and play Kansas. How do you feel about that game, even before we've started the two games this weekend? I'm, the coaches, I'm sure, feel like they need about another six weeks. Coaches always want more time to practice to get ready for the. <laughs> As a fan, players, I feel the same way, though. Yeah, but the players, they're you know they they think maybe two days of practice they're ready to start playing games, especially the younger generation with all the AAU games and stuff they play. They're not used to practicing. It's more about playing games. 
So, so what do you expect out of that uh, Kansas game coming up next week? I know we're going to talk a, quite a bit about that on Monday and Tuesday, but uh, that's just something I'm really, really nervous about. Kansas is good. I mean, they'll guard you. They've got a good, uh, solid, experienced guard back in Graham, um, as well as the one kid, the foreign kid that's an excellent shooter. They're going to ask more from him, even though, you know, with um, uh, Frank, uh, what was the point guard they lost, the senior? Frank, uh, I've gone blank on his name. But he he was outstanding, so they'll have to replace him. But uh, it, it's going to be a big test. And on the road, really, not, even though it's a neutral site game in Chicago, um, first time the young cats have traveled and played in an away game, so-called halfway away, because it's a neutral site. Right. And there'll be a lot of Kentucky fans there. So it, it'll be a test, yeah. What is, the, looking at the schedule today, what is the game that you see that you have, besides U of L, of course, that's always a big game. And it, it, even though it won't be Patino coaching the Cardinals, it's still University of Louisville. And I know Paget, Coach Paget, will do a nice job there. What What do you mark down as another big game that you look forward to seeing? That will prove to you that yeah, this team's going to be pretty good, or uh, they might not be as good as we hope. Well, I mean, obviously your Kansas UCLA games with the big name schools are always fun. Um, don't Don't overlook Virginia Tech. Buzz Williams does a real good job. Really, there, yeah. Uh, and I don't know what kind of talent they have, but it's only his second or third year there. But uh, he does a real good job, and they're always competitive wherever he's been. Um, you know, Missouri, obviously, everybody thinks in the conference with Michael Porter Jr. Uh, being some picked as maybe the player of the year in the conference. Uh, that should be a challenge. Alabama's going some, through some hard times now with the academic, or not academics, but the investigation ineligibility of the one player and, and a meniscus for a key. So he's out possibly more than four weeks. So that'll throw them back a little bit. By the time we get to them, they should be back healthy or they'll know if, if the one player is going to be eligible to play. Um, Florida, I think, it can be very good. They've got an injury. They're big man, but if he gets back, which he's supposed to midseason, uh, they they could be a real good team too. So that should be a fun matchup. And and there's kind of, you know, that rivalry has been built up over the years as well. So it's not like so much the old days where we play a lot of big-name schools out of conference uh, year in, year out, leading up to conference play. Right. Now it's kind of more of a pick and choose. And Coach Kyle likes to play those neutral site games, get you ready for the tournament, which from a season ticket holder, you probably are a little disappointed some of those games aren't at home, or more of those games aren't at home. So it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> is there a SEC team that is kind of running under the radar that is going to end up being a better team? Because there's, a, there's some reports that are saying that uh, – Kentucky's not going to win the Southeastern Conference this year in basketball. Yeah, wishful thinking. Um, <laughs> if you go, you know, Florida is a team I think that could challenge them. The way I had the, them a couple times last year, and I know one half they played in one of the games. They were the best team in the country for that half. Now they didn't weren't able to sustain it for the full game, but if they can play like they did that half for a full game and the entire season, they're going to be. For anybody hard to beat when they get everybody back healthy. How about Frank uh, Martin, South Carolina? Yeah, I got to believe they're down a little bit. They they lost a couple of players. One was a senior, graduated. Um, the outstanding player, I can't think of his name either. And then the guard that was a sophomore left and went in the draft. So kind of unexpectedly, they lost him. So, but he'll have them playing hard. They'll be competitive, but I don't think they're a good enough team to win the regular season or the conference tournament. 
Okay. Tennessee is a team maybe you might want to not overlook because Rick Barnes does such a good job coaching there. Will Wade down at LSU is full of excitement and has had success wherever he's been, Chattanooga or VMI, or uh, not VMI, VCU. Right. Um, so, you know, there there may be an up-and-coming team. Mark Fox is always competitive, and they feel like they've got a real good team this year. So there you go. All right, well, we'll talk more about that tomorrow, getting ready for the game against Utah Valley and Mark Pope. Anything else you want to talk about, Kyle? We'll we'll be on there. I want to talk about taxpayers having to pay for all these new stadiums, but I guess yeah, we'll talk about we'll that. We'll definitely talk about that. Have a great day. All right, good talking to you. This was Morning Tip-Off. We'll be back here in the morning at 8 o'clock on Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.